0: Chapter 2 Welcome to 148 Festive Lane As Harry, Susan, and the children entered the home at 148 Festive Lane, Michael offered them hot chocolate and some freshly baked cookies. Oh, no, thank you, Mr. Carter, we won't be here that long. We just wanted to take a quick look around, said Susan. Don't be silly. Come on, have some hot chocolate. "'Please, let me take your coats. "'Come in and sit down. "'There are several trays of cookies "'just out of the oven waiting for a hungry kid. "'Any hungry kids around here?' "'He said as he shaped his hands like binoculars "'and scanned the hallway. "'I'm starving,' shouted Rose. "'You are, and who might you be, little one?' "'Michael asked. "'My name is Rose.' My daddy calls me his little Rosebud. It's cute, but I think I'm getting too old for silly names, she said. You are never too old for silly names, Rose. My little girl is named Nicole Miracle, but I only use her middle name when I'm upset with her, Michael said as he winked at Harry, thinking he was Rose's father. Is she here? How old is she? Rose asked. She's only five years old, but I have a son, David, who is sixteen. Neither are here, though, replied Michael. I'm sixteen, too, said Victor. Really? That's great. And you are? I'm Victor. And he extended his hand to shake Michael's hand. I am so sorry, Mr. Carter. Excuse my rudeness. I'm Susan Hill. This is my husband, Harry, and these are our two nieces, Caitlin and Rose. This is our nephew, Victor, whom you've already met. Very nice to meet you all, but please call me Michael. So you three are helping your aunt and uncle find a new home? Michael asked as he hung up their coats in the front hall closet. Our mom and dad were killed in a car wreck on Thanksgiving Day. They were coming to pick me up from a detention center for teens. I was getting out to spend the day with them and my sisters. It's my fault they died, Victor said in a sad, matter-of-fact type of expression. Victor, knock it off. How many times do we have to tell you it wasn't your fault? Your folks were hit by a drunk driver driving on the wrong side of the road. You weren't even there, said Harry. But they would never have been driving on the street in the first place had I not been in detention, Victor said in a raised voice. Seeing the tension elevate in the room, Michael tried to diffuse the situation. Victor, about seventeen months ago, on Thanksgiving Day as well, I lost my wife, two children, and my two best friends when the house that stood on this foundation was blown into a million pieces due to a gas leak. I blamed myself for their deaths because I was the one who installed the furnace. I felt that guilt for a long time, but I regained my faith and believed in an old dear lady's wisdom. Now I realize it wasn't my fault, and so will you about a year from now if your aunt and uncle decide to purchase this home." Harry and Susan were taken aback by Michael's statement. They assumed that Michael's wife had baked the cookies and made the hot chocolate they were drinking. "'Susan whispered in Harry's ear. "'I remember the new story about this house exploding. "'Michael was getting apart for the furnace "'when his family and friends entered the home "'and turned a light on that set off the explosion.' "'Harry nodded, for he, too, remembered the event "'of the home's destruction and the victims that perished. "'You rebuilt this home, Michael?' asked Harry. "'Yes, I'm a contractor.' "'It's a brand-new home, except for the foundation. "'The foundation is the original stone from over a hundred years ago, "'but don't worry, it's structurally sound "'and has been inspected by several engineers,' replied Michael. "'Michael continued. "'Come, follow me for the nickel tour.' "'As Michael led the way from the front hall "'into the living-room area and then to the family room, "'Harry and Susan talked in hushed voices.' Do we want to live in a house where people died? I think that's a little spooky, don't you? asked Harry. I don't know. Look at this place. It's beautiful and all brand new. It's not like those people died in this house. They died in the house that was here before. That house is gone. I think I'm okay with it. Answered Susan as they followed Michael into the gourmet kitchen. It is a very nice home. Look at the detail work with all of the trim he added. The hardwood floors, the upgraded appliances. This is a great house. The price is a little more than we wanted to spend, but we can afford it. We should get more than half of the amount from the sale of our condo at the point. Let's check out the rest of the house, said Harry. As they toured the magnificent home, they were more impressed with every step. Even the kids came around once they saw their rooms, but... There were some questions. Mr. Carter, is this guitar and drum set yours, or did they belong to your son? Actually, Victor, that guitar you are holding is my brother's, but the drum set and other guitars are David's. Michael replied, Victor, put that down, that's not yours to play with, said Susan, but I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar, Aunt Susan. This David was a lucky kid. "'Victor said as he placed the guitar back in its stand. "'In a hushed voice under her breath, "'Caitlin said to Victor, "'That is until his dad blew his ass to pieces. "'Victor just shrugged his shoulders and thought, "'Why does he have his kid's stuff "'in a room that his kid never lived in? "'After the upstairs tour, "'the Hills found themselves back in the kitchen "'with Michael pouring out more hot chocolate. "'So, Michael, are you flexible about the price?' "'Asked Harry. "'You would need to talk to my real estate agent, Thomas Clark. "'Here are his business cards and the listing sheet. "'Mr. Clark is taking care of the details. "'I've already purchased a new home in the Western Burbs. "'I'm going to move there this week "'so that this house will be available for move-in.' "'Susan and Harry talked privately "'as Michael and the kids headed back upstairs for a second look. "'Okay.' The house will be available immediately to move within the time frame we want. We don't need the proceeds from our condo sale to purchase this house. The train station to downtown is less than a half mile away, and the schools in this district are the top rated in the state. The real estate taxes are insane, but what do you expect for one of the most affluent suburbs in Chicago? What do you think, Harry? Susan asked. Harry pondered his thoughts for a moment. He walked through the downstairs area one more time and stopped at one of the bay windows in front of the house facing the street. Martha was standing by his car once again. She looked right at him and gave him the old thumbs up. He turned to tell Susan, but she had walked away. Then he looked back, and Martha was gone. Susan joined him at the window and noticed the perplexed look upon his face. Are you okay, Harry? Do you need to sleep on the decision? No. I think I just got a sign to move forward with the purchasing of this house. Let's call the real estate agent and make an offer. The kids and Michael entered the front room as well. Let's go, kids. Get your coats. It's time for us to hit the road. It's a long drive back to downtown, said Harry. You realize that there is a train station just a few blocks away. It's very convenient if you work downtown, said Michael. "'Yes, we checked that out before we came to see the home. "'We both work downtown, so the train is essential for our commute,' replied Susan. "'As the kids on the hills zipped up and buttoned their coats, "'Michael thanked them for coming to see the home. "'They thanked him for his hospitality and grand tour of the house "'and said they would contact Mr. Clark if they wanted to proceed with an offer. "'Susan and the kids left the home, "'and Harry was about to walk out when he turned to Michael.' "'Michael, do you know an old lady named Martha?' Michael smiled and replied, "'Yes, Harry, I know her quite well. Why do you ask?' "'She came to our car and asked some strange questions "'and seemed to know more than she should. "'Just seemed a little odd,' Harry replied. "'Yep, that sounds like Martha. "'She's harmless and will be a guardian angel for your family. "'I'm sure you'll see her fairly often,' said Michael." "'Yes, she said that she's around more during the holidays. Does she live in a home for the aged? Does she have family that visits her during the holidays? She's a nice old lady. I'd hate to see her spend the holidays alone.' Michael just smiled and said, "'Believe me, Harry, Martha is never alone on Christmas.' "'Well, if we buy this house and never see her again, I think I might invite her over for Christmas Eve dinner. Do you think she might like that, Michael?' I don't think she'd miss it for the world, said Michael, as he patted Harry on the back and bid him a good day.